G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back. Happy to have you. Um, I have had a coffee, so I know today is going to be full ranty and full passion focused as it should be. And what I want to talk to you about is releasing attachment to the outcome and surrendering to the process. Also, Ruby's jumping around all over the place. If you don't know who Ruby is, she's my spoodle. But anywho, I digress. <laughs> if you have a beautifully busy mind and uh, active imagination and you like certainty, then it's probably quite easy for me to assume that you are like do spend a lot of time trying to predict the outcome, which is just a, basically another way of sending your energy out to the universe to nowhere of great value. So if you keep doing that, then quit it. Um, I have a better way. There is a better way. It's not my way, but trusting the process and surrendering is where it's at. So if that sounds like something you might be into, tune into this potty because I'm going to be a serving it up. Welcome again. Mate, this is one of my constant lessons that keeps coming up for me. And in case you were wondering if you, you know, like are one of those people who think that, you know, you just need to learn this lesson once and experience this thing once and then everything is just going to fall into place. Like you just need to make one decision and then everything is just going to fall like beautifully orchestrated dominoes after to get you to this amazing thing. That would be eh, wrong. It's never just one decision. It's rarely one time through the lesson. It's often many, many, many repeat lessons and instances and the same lesson showing up in a bazillion, 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 or just heaps, let's say heaps of different ways over the course of your lifetime because that that's who we are, right? We're our series of patterns and instances and lessons and Um, circumstances that have shaped us up until this point so it's no surprise that we keep facing the same stuff and we are going to keep facing the same stuff over and over again until it like sinks in that is it so for me and I know many of you listening because this was a special request the invitation to surrender and release attachment to the outcome and surrender some more and more and more and more It's a constant one and I'm actually living it today and I'm sure I'll probably be living it tomorrow. (laughs) Definitely was living it last week, you know, and it's a constant thing. It just depends whatever it is within our life that we are working towards, that we may become fixated on, that we attach hope to, that we pin things to and that we want. So it makes total sense that this, you know, especially if you are someone who likes to know how things are going to turn out and love certainty and crave certainty like I do, we're going to be rubbing shoulders with this one for a long time. So why do we hold attachment to the outcome? Why do so many of us get stuck 
on needing to know the answer and being determined that we know the best answer because we have some really great ideas on how things should turn out (laughs) and what we'd really like to happen but it's just not always up to us and I mean I'm sure you'll agree that one of the best mysteries and the best and most magical things within life is when we get surprised like happily surprised not talking like you step in dog shit and it's like oh what a surprise I didn't see that giant landmine that would not be a happy surprise I'm talking about the flowers on the doorstep the declarations of friendship and solidarity the surprises where the people that you care about um you know like our little people they learn things that's a beautiful surprise the mystery the magic that we couldn't possibly have foreseen um that's magical but then we also have the flip side of that the unknown and if you're an anxious person or you have a beautifully busy mind letting go and not knowing how things are going to turn out and what ifs can paralyze you and you may have heard me or anyone else for that matter speak about the paralysis of analysis where you are frozen in time and you so desperately want to move forward and you so desperately want to know which way to go but you're so stuck on making the wrong decision and you don't want to make a mistake that you analyze the shizzle and mess up your nizzle (laughs) you just analyze everything to shit you overthink your way through and out and because and around again that it stops you from enjoying anything right now there's a quote that said i've heard and i'm going to butcher it again obvs because i didn't write it down But it's like, if you worry about something, you actually force yourself to experience it twice. If you worry about something happening, you force yourself to experience it twice because you're worrying about it in the lead up. And then obviously, like you're worrying, if it happens, then you have to experience it again. But you know what? I hazard a guess that 97% of the shit that we worry about doesn't actually eventuate. 99 even. But we think... In these beautiful big computers of ours that I'm going to call that are a brain I'm not just going to call them that that's what they're called that if we're worrying about something and we're micromanaging and we're controlling god that word's a trigger word for me as soon as I say controlling because I hate to think of myself as a controlling person I want to think of myself as easy breezy but you know what anyone who has anxiety and like tries to predict the outcome or wants to get a little OCD with it and we have all these little coping mechanisms and things like that to try and support ourselves through that um, and through any possible outcome really we're trying to control the outcome and control the situation so that a we either have as few things to worry about as possible or b we have the most likely outcome or c I don't know we just do it like <laughs> So how do we dial it back and let go of the need to know what comes next, releasing attachment to the outcome? So glad you asked. I'm taking the deep exhale. 
We focus on our why and why we're doing the thing, why we're showing up, why we're saying yes, why we're doing the action, why we're having the conversation, why we're making the decision. And we let it be that. We don't need to know what comes next. We just need to do the next right thing. That's it. And if you have a strong enough faith in that which you can't see, which is going to be super fluffing handy to cultivate if this is a life that you want to embody and if this is a trait that you want to embody and if you want to live a life more present in your now and a life where you're co-creating with what's here and what's available to you instead of living a life constantly worrying about what's next then I highly recommend like you can do it whichever way you want you don't have to listen to me at all like I will not be offended if you turn this off right now this is not your jam however releasing attachment to the outcome like I honestly have a little bit of a chest pain today because I just had a conversation with someone which I really didn't want to have but I had it and you know it didn't feel good and I don't like for me to not like I could easily go down the rabbit hole of wanting to know what's going to happen next and wanting to know like you know the outcome basically what's next what should I do now what's next what's what are they going to say what am I going to say how is this all going to unfold I refuse to do that I visit it it flares up every now and then because that's my default setting right that that old story of wanting to know comes up and maybe I should have said this what if I didn't say that what if I you know blah 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 Whatever it could be, it could be conversations or, you know, it could be instances, conversations, decisions, boundaries, whatever it is for you, whatever it is that you are holding on to, wanting to know what happens next, whether it was something that happened at work, um, whether you're worried about whatever it might be, whatever is ruminating for you, that need to know what happens next is debilitating and it's just one big fucking energy vampire. And we don't have time for that, friends. We do not have time for that. What we do have time for is being in our now. We're going to call back our power and we're going to focus on what is. Like for me in that instance, I had to have that conversation. That was something in terms of self-preservation for me. Did that mean it was easy? No. Um, did I like it? No. And I stoked that I had to have it? No. I hated it. I hated that conversation. I didn't want to have that conversation. But I know for my greater good, I had to have that conversation. And that's just what it is. That's it. End of story. Every time I feel that rabbit hole invitation, that invitation to play that narrative of going, but you should have said this, but what if, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if? I'm going to come back and go, just be here just be here just be and I know why I know why I had to have that conversation and that's available to you it's constantly an invitation to surrender every time you catch yourself saying what if it's not that does not exist your future tripping future tripping we do not want those tickets 
hand those tickets over. <laughs> Come back here. It's cool here. You're safe here. Here is now. Know your why. Know that you did the best that you could with the information that you had at the time. And you did the you made the decision and had the conversation or made the call or made the choice or whatever it is that felt most true to you at that time. And that is what it is. And that is uncomfortable often, but the road that is right for us or just the road, it was never meant to be easy. It's never been promised to us that it's going to be easy and rosy and like sweet as all the time. That Disney movie has not been made. Life is always going to have its challenges. And the sooner that we stop fucking waiting for everything to be easy and always feel great. And the sooner that we stop waiting for things to make sense, the more sense life will make. If you know what I mean, like it's totally okay to be uncomfortable. We've got to get comfortable with the discomfort. That is where it's at. And that is what releasing the attachment to the outcome gives you because Wanting to know what's going to happen next, that's really uncomfortable. That is the anxiety-provoking stuff. But coming back to that middle, that equilibrium, but you can't just say it, I'm going to just be here. You need to call that emotion in. You need to call it in. And you need to do that as many times as what is necessary throughout your day and your life as what it is going to take to find peace with that situation. Release attachment to the outcome. All you can focus on is what you can do and let go of the rest. Simple questions like, have I done what I set out to do? Have I done my best? Can I do any more? What it would be in the greatest good for everyone right now. Can I do any more? And if the answer is like no and yes, you did the best you can and you've said what you needed to say, you've done what you've needed to done, a choice needed to be made and you needed to make it. So now I am going to trust. I am going to trust that everything is unfolding for me and for life within the highest good. I'm going to let it go. And you do that over and over and over again and call that peace into your heart, into your gut, into your mind and exhale. And if you need to change your state, change your state. If you need to go for a walk to help shift that energy, then that's what you do, girlfriend. You don't just sit and wish and hope. You do what you need to do to get her done. But you constantly keep coming back to release attachment to the outcome, the situation, the story, and you invite yourself and take your body with you, right? Don't just do it all up in the mind because the mind's just, while it is a lofty part of the equation, you need to take your body with you and call it in and feel that shift. You can embody whatever you want to embody at any given time. I know this for real. It will take some practice. But once you feel that shift once, you can feel it and call it in and play with your state over and over again. 
And if you're not sure what I mean, take a deep breath and close your eyes right now. Obviously not if you're driving because reckless. <laughs> you can still do it with your eyes open, but I want you to think of an emotion. Think of a feeling. And I want you to feel and call in whatever that, hopefully a positive emotion, or you can do what anything. Like if you want to get fucking mad, go for it. Feel your boots. But usually like contentment, happiness, whatever it is that you want to call in and think of a moment in your life where you felt that. Was it a conversation? Was it when someone put their hand around your back and pulled you tight? Was it when someone made eye contact with you? Was it when you were overlooking an amazing ocean and you saw the sunset and you felt that flood of emotion of joy, gratitude? Gratitude's a great one. But whatever it is, that emotion that you want to embody, think of it right now and call it in and feel it. Feel it. That is how you experience a shift. And just like you felt that just then, and I know you did, it might have been really subtle, but I know you felt it. You can call that in anytime you feel yourself winding up, getting caught, um, being dragged, right? You feel that and you choose that and you get to choose that over and over and over again. It's there for you anytime, but it's never just one choice especially when you're dealing with a default setting that you've been rocking for a really long time, many, many years, highly likely. So to wrap it up and we'll bullet point it, to, in order to release attachment to the outcome, know your why, know your why, know why you did the thing, know why you made the choice, know why it's important to you and know that you've done all that you can and know that you don't need to know what happens next. There's magic in not knowing. Two, you do release attachment to the outcome. You let that mother trucking feeling, desire to know and need, and that, uh, that intense angst, you let it go. You let go of your need to know what happens next. You don't need to know. You might think you need to know, but you don't need to know. And three, you know it's safe for you to be here. You come back to your now, you call in the feeling that you want to call in, and you carry on. It is safe for you to be here, friend. You do not need to know what happens next. It is always and only ever about doing the next thing that feels right to you. And if you always just listen to that gut feel and what feels right to you in that moment, that can never be wrong. I promise you that. If this landed for you, sweet pea, let me know. Leave a review on your favorite potty platform or comment on something on one of the things all the way across um, my Instagram so that I can... Um, chew the fat with you about that because I love hearing from you and it really helps get this podcast out there if you leave reviews and rate it and those sorts of things and also share it with your friends because that really helps us grow. <sighs> I hope that you are no longer holding on to whatever it is that you are holding on to and you feel a little lighter girlfriend because that is where it's at. 
Same you, only lighter. Have a great day.